Welcome to the Boss Effect Podcast, podcast that helps you comfortably rock in life and business. The show where you learn what it takes to be your own boss, your one-stop shop for tips, tools, and resources, your sweet spot for digital online business startup. When you are looking for your next step in life and business, we've got you covered. Where emerging entrepreneurs come to level up their game. With your hosts, powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. Marilyn Crump, expert dream catcher, business coach, and marketing strategist. Ooh, Marilyn, I'm so glad you're here with us today. As the owner of Arts Inspired LLC, established in Virginia in the year 2000, that's like 21 years ago. That's a long time to be in business. Yes. (laughs) But as a best-selling author, mentor, you know, someone who just lends all of your skills and expertise to experienced entrepreneurs in your signature program, Phenomenal Female Business Accelerator, which I am a phenomenal female, just had to put that out there. (laughs) You know, we talk about branding and social media and positioning, product launches, workflow, organizations. Man, and you do it all. Tell us a little bit, like, how do you do that? Well, this is how I see things, right? Everybody is good at creating their bricks, as I call it, their pieces of business because, you know, they see other examples out there. They're also, you know, learning and teaching themselves different stuff. But what tends to happen is the mortar is missing, right? And I see these bricks all laying around and people go, oh my gosh, some people's bricks look like post-it notes everywhere, right? And then some people's bricks look like a bunch of like different promos or launches that they've done. And what I try to do is come in there like an architect, a strategist, say, okay, let's put these bricks together. Let's create the mortar in between. Let's make it a solid foundation. And so what I love is that it doesn't have to be a certain kind of business, right? Like, you know this, that I have multiple types of entrepreneurs that I help with their business plan. And when you look at the core of any business, it's all about creating a flow in the different departments that you have. Even if you're a solopreneur, you still have your sales department, promotional department, your client relations department. All these things still need to be organized accordingly, just like if you were a brick and mortar. And you know, when you're looking at businesses in that format, that's a higher risk because compared to an online business, you have a lot more overhead. So for some people trying to make a goal of making, let's say 5,000 a month, That's practically your brick and mortar expenses for the month. So you have to be thinking in a 10K month just to have a retail spot. So it's nice to be able to kind of show people from that perspective to say, look, you should be a little bit braver when it comes to some of these businesses that are starting out online with very little overhead. You can really shoot for the moon as long as you have the right processes in place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? And I like that. And that takes a certain level of boldness because it's easier said than done. And I know you have a program like the 1K in a day program that requires boldness. When someone comes in, it's like 1K in a day. I don't make that in a day. How do you deal with someone like that? If that's an intimidation that somewhere in their life, they came up with that scarcity mindset. If you're listening to me, what I want you to know is that I'm holding up like a prop of a hundred dollar bill. And in the process of 1K in a day, 
I try to get people to align their thinking so that they can create a transaction of $100. And if your your goal is 1K, that's only 10 transactions, right? So you can come up with something that's so full of value that's probably worth more than $100. And then people are going to get excited because you're offering it at $100. And then if you say, look, I only have 10 of these going on, because first it's either a beta test or it's just an intro price or a launch. So I can't give all of these at that price because eventually I do want to price it higher. It's not as bad as it feels when you just kind of say, okay, try to make a thousand dollars. Cause that's so big as far as like, what are the pieces? But if I just tell you simply think of it this way, 10 transactions create a value of over a hundred dollars and transact at a hundred dollars. Then it's so good, right? It eases all of the kind of fears. And then you say, okay, now that I'm, I can wrap my head around that. What's the step-by-step process? And that's excellent to do that. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know what? Okay, Sean Seven, yes. did you notice Marilyn's over there and she's just talking like, okay, okay, it's only, you know, like it's only, <laughs> like every other word is like only. And I'm like, you saying only, but I have to be bold. And it takes an outspoken person to get up here and say only, <laughs> only. I'll tell you why. Because I am Marilyn Crump and I am a boss. I know that's right. <laughs> Yeah. In full effect. Oh my gosh. Marilyn, what were you doing the moment you decided I'm a boss? I'm taking control of my life. This is what I'm doing. I know for sure. I can just hear it. You just stuck your chest all the way out when you said, I'm a boss. <laughs> yeah, and I leaned in, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, for anyone listening, you don't always feel this way. And I would say, my early parts of this business definitely had that feeling of strut around like I'm a boss because I made that choice. I said, I don't want to work for anyone else. I love freelancing. I love doing all of these things that my skill set are capable of. And why do I need someone else telling me what to do? So that's all good. And I was walking around that way. But then little by little, I was letting other people influence me to make my life smaller and what then happened is I ended up marrying the wrong type of person for me and my boss life. They didn't encourage me. And little by little, I lost friends. I became more secluded. I definitely did not feel like a boss at that point until that relationship eventually fell apart where it needed to go. But of course, you know, we want to see things work. And part of the heartbreak of that is I have two children with that person. And so then reimagining my life as a single mom, a divorced person, that did not feel like a boss, right? Mm -hmm. But then I had to go through another journey, meeting my now best friend, who is my husband now. We have all together five kids now. And that process of being able to lean on somebody that you can trust and have bounce ideas back and forth, seeing them a little bit ahead on the confidence game than you are, and then willing to share and help pull you forward and accepting who you are fully and that you're not perfect. It just kept building and building my confidence back up. Now I'm at that point again, where I'm like, man, you know, ever since, you know, this wonderful relationship came into my life, this beautiful marriage, I have that sense of completion. And now it's easier and uh, probably even better than before for me to say that I am a boss. And I watch you two all the time. And I love that you have created a business together and branded together 
it is just beautiful and it gives other people inspiration to um, model themselves and their relationship where it's not competitive, right? That you can be together and create an enterprise like you two are doing. Thank you for that, Marilyn. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Marilyn, I got a quick one. What was it like for you the first time that you made your first six figures as a business owner? You know, it was funny because like most people who had some troubling segments in their business, right? You tend to stop looking at your numbers and you have to kind of like bury your head in the sand to just kind of say, okay, I'm going to do whatever it takes, right? And then when you get the report back from your accountant and say, you know what, you actually pulled in this much, it was kind of a shock. But another thing, and this is what some people may be feeling, they get to that six figures, but they also saw the expense side. So that little bit of joy became like, oh, you know, kind of like, <laughs> oh, my God. okay. So yes, I hit six figures, but I spent close to six figures. <laughs> and so that's a mixed feeling because everybody thinks, oh, when I get to six figures, I'm going to feel a certain way. Yeah. But you don't understand that if you don't manage it correctly, the gap is so tiny between your income and expense that you don't even feel like celebrating at that point. Then you're like, oh my gosh, now I got to make another six figures. <laughs> like, so when you say profiting six figures versus earning six figures, that's a whole different thing. So I'm glad you asked the question because I'd love, I like answering it in a very real way so that people can start evaluating it now, because there are some people who might be richer than that six figure person, maybe making 75 K, but they're all pure profit. Right. So who's smiling now? Is it the six figure person or is it the five figure person that's keeping all that money in their pocket? So don't compare yourself. Think about what's staying in your pocket. I love that. See, and that's why you should keep listening to the boss effect, because see, you get different perspectives, you get Mm -hmm. different energies, you get different mindset shifts. It's the same way when you become a millionaire. As soon as you become a millionaire and you spend one dollar, you're not a millionaire anymore. I heard, uh, right. I heard I heard a line from a a rapper that I that I like to listen to named Fabulous. And he said, "You're not a millionaire until you have two million. At the time, I thought it was just a punchline, just like Queen Kimmy just said. As soon as you spend a dollar, you don't have that million anymore. So if you have two million and you spend a dollar, you're still in the millions. Yeah. So, so look at you know Marilyn's dropping jewels, Sean Seven dropping jewels. All of it really goes back to mindset. It really goes back to what you believe and the support and what you put yourself around. And I love the way, in addition to what Marilyn said, she had to let go of something to find something. As you know, I have this strategy that I try to teach everybody. It's more like a philosophy. So it's called dream success strategy. And the whole point of it is teaching you principles on how to shift your mindset into that abundance so that you can live the dreams that you desire But dream is not just a cute word. It really stands for something. And you were just mentioning um, giving up stuff. That's R. So let me go through the letters. So D is direction. You got to know where you're going. You got to have a plan. And then as you're moving into that direction, the next step, the hardest step, you just emphasized it. And we're going to emphasize it again, is R, relinquishing. Mm Most people don't want to give things up. They don't want to give up like certain activities or time or people, even though that doesn't fit the new direction. Mm -hmm. 
they are having trouble in that spot. And then sometimes like, like, okay, let me work through that real quickly so I can get to the next letter E efficiency. But if you don't, you're carrying around so much baggage and you're not doing it in a clean way. So you're almost contradicting that word efficiency mm-hmm. by having too much of that clutter. So it's almost like, okay, you can't fake this progress. You got to relinquish, write them all down, figure it out, get a coach, do something so that that part is not the, the anchor. That's like, if we really look at, Think deeply and say, why didn't you accomplish that? Oh, because you glossed over that section. Mm. Okay. So let's say you did your work there. Good job. E efficiency. That's when you create all your planning. That's when you do your beta testing. That's when you practice. That's when you just get used to a certain process and you can't quantify during that process. Some people are like, oh my gosh, I'm here in this efficiency stage. I want to make a ton of money here. That's not where you do it. Because if you do it that way, it's too early. It's premature. You don't have enough of the practices underneath you. You don't have enough of the structure really flushed out so that you can have that inspired action, A, action, into really going with the flow, being a boss, right? Like you can't be a boss on action mode if you know certain things are still missing and broken. You didn't close those loops before you got to that boss position. And then And then the last thing is M, momentum. And that's when you can give back and replicate over and over again. So when you were just talking about millions of dollars, Mm -hmm. it's only good if you can make it again. Because if you just made a million one time and you don't know how to replicate that, then in my head, you're not really a millionaire because that muscle hasn't been built. Mm -hmm. Okay, so same thing with six figures. Just because you hit six figures once, Mm It doesn't mean that maybe you can do it over and over again. So you really got to look at your process from the D-R-E-A-M dream and figure it all out and see if that can be replicated. Then you have this beautiful kind of like progress that keeps growing and climbing. And then you could be a multipreneur and, you know, all these brand things that you can own. It's so much better for you if you have a system. Mm -hmm. I like that. I love that. I love the dream Mm. philosophy. (laughs) And I promise we did not rehearse that. I did not set that up. That is literally, that is real. That is real. (laughs) We did not rehearse that. That is real. That is a Mm. philosophy. And I think the first time I heard it was at Access Granted in 2020 when we went to Virginia. And Mm. I was just so amazed. And I walked in this room and I'm like, look at all these people in here. And and Marilyn was like, meet my friends. And she's like, I collect people. And I'm like, Marilyn, what do you mean? She was like, I collect people and I compare people with this. Because when you can sit and you can listen to a person's dream, you can listen to their heart. You get a, to a certain place where you see beyond just the, the mindset and you can see deep, deeper. You can see souls. You can see the energy. And I had the pleasure of being in a room the other night and listening to Dr. Venus Opal talk. We're talking about mindset. And she said, I can answer. I cannot answer that question. And I said, what does she mean? And she said, you can read all the books in the world. You can go to all the schools in the world. You can have all the coaches in the world. But if you don't heal the wounds, then the mindset will never matter because you are leaking everything you're taking into your mindset. It's just being leaked out of that wound that you refuse to heal. And so you find other ways to project, you know, and other ways to feel significant and valuable instead of being like Marilyn just said, in direction and relinquishing the things that are keeping you stuck so that you can be efficient enough to move forward. 
And that's when you get that momentum. So you don't want to be in that stage where you're launching too early and you have a miscarriage. So when you give birth, it's a whole process of a baby being born. When you plant something, when you plant a seed, it's a whole process of planting the seed, watering the seed, making sure it has the right fertilizer, putting it in the sun at the right time. It's just like a baby and your business is the same way. So your dream now becomes a reality when you Mm -hmm. put into place the tactics that Marilyn just talked about. Marilyn, that is phenomenal. I just love that. So no matter who you are, where you come from, that is just foundational elements that work. And I didn't mean to get get carried away. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, you're good. Because I dare you to find where it doesn't work, you know, for having like a direction and going to momentum following those steps. And then here's another thing that I always uh, reassure people on is because they will say, well, how? Mm -hmm. Okay. And you might've heard me say this before. I'll say it's not Draham. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because if you're expecting someone to give you the shortcut or give you the blueprint, you know, we all fall into the traps of, you know, someone saying, well, I have it figured out, just follow my system and then you're going to be rich, right? Mm -hmm. Because everybody's looking for the how Mm -hmm. before they even start moving. And they're looking for, I want the clarity and I want the how. I, I will tell you, the clarity and the how comes from doing those steps. So by the time you go from direction to relinquish and you're sitting in efficiency, you actually start going, wait a minute, something's starting to click, the light bulb will go off. You cannot buy that, okay? You cannot be given that. That's just your part of the process. That's a gift that the universe will give you because of your dedication, because you decided to go down that path and because you are following the key steps. That milestone will happen. If you try to look for it before the direction happens, you're gonna waste time, money, effort, blood, sweat, tears. Are you related to Dr. King when he said, take the first step and the rest of the staircase will appear? Because as you were talking, that was all I could see. Yes, that influenced me a whole lot. And when I was, you know, really looking in this philosophy, I studied greats like him and other philosophers to say, like, what are they saying? Mm -hmm. Well, Marilyn, we have a quick game that we do with all our guests that come on here. And I'm allow Queen Kimmy to set this up for you. Okay. I love games. I'm going to set it up. But before we do, I want to ask if we told you right now, Marilyn, what is your deeply powerful message? Mm -hmm. What do you want to be known as? Like no titles, no, no money, no holes barred, nothing in your way, no limitations. Anything is possible. And you are standing on the stage and the whole world is waiting for Marilyn to say, what you are your own expert dream catcher there you have Mm. (laughs) so you are your own expert dream catcher i like that so i want you to remember that you are your own expert dream catcher and you know we don't have guests to come on the boss effect that are not really bosses. Like if they're on the boss effect, they're a boss. We really, really want you to know and believe that they are a boss. So we put them on the spot. Yes, we do. Oh yeah, we put them (laughs) on the spot. (laughs) And they don't know that they're going to be put on the spot because we have three to five questions that we pull from for each guest. One of the things that we really like, our favorite one for this season 
you have to make 10K in 10 days. Mm-hmm. You start with $100. You cannot borrow the money. You cannot get a loan. And you cannot tell anyone that you are in a challenge. You have to use only the resources at your disposal. And at the okay. end of the 10 days, your life depends on it. And we will give you another 10K if you can hit your goal. Sweet. What are you going to do? First, you know, my biggest asset would be my own excitement, right? Like you were just giving me a challenge. I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. We're starting it right now. <laughs> I'm excited. Excitement sells. Let's say I'm just sweeping someone else's shop. One of the things that I would do before I open the studio in the morning is, you know, go outside and sweep. Someone passes by, I'm all like, hey, how's it going? They will normally stop and go, oh, hi. Well, how are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. And then they'll go, they'll start getting curious. If people aren't curious about whatever it is you're selling, you can't sell it. And if you're not happy about what it is you're selling, you definitely can't sell it. So excitement and selling, everybody can have that. You can just kind of snap your finger and say, I'm excited. Okay. And then sometimes too, when you get somebody in a conversation, so let's say you just stuck me there in a corner and you said, here's a broom, a hundred dollars, make 10 K I can do it. Okay. Cause I'll be there sweeping happily. First problem might say, well, are you, did you get hired to sweep the street? Cause you're just doing it so well. And I'll go, well, do you need a street that needs to be, swept? do you have a street that you own that I can sweep? You know, like I will then Start asking the question back and forth. So I can't determine what I'm going to sell unless I know who I'm connecting and selling it to. So if that person says, well, yeah, as a matter of fact, I own the apartment complex over there. And I go, oh, really? Well, you know, how are you marketing for people to go and live at your marketing complex? Are you marketing that it's clean? Uh, Because, you know, I can also uh, take some pictures. I can even use your own phone so you have it right away. And uh, let me see how many units you have. And then if I can design something for you, or at least give you a layout. I mean, I will come up with a 10K package just maybe with that first contact, right? And then I can be very efficient. So you could say, hey, she did that in a day. So I used to do that with photo shoots, right? And we, uh, I've taught all the things in my background. If people look me up, I've taught ballroom dance. So we can sell a package just like that by have. People coming, walking down the street and go, oh, yeah, we just got engaged. Well, you know what? Why don't you gather 10 um, of your uh, groomsmen and bridesmaids? We'll do a choreography package and then they can also buy in for some lessons. You know, you got to know your audience and what they're willing to value for whatever price that is. Mm. And that's kind of like going to be your biggest thing. I don't care what it is that you end up promoting. It doesn't have to be about you. If you make it about you and you're not excited, those are all going to kill any deal that you might have. So then 10 days is a lot of days too, right? So you can wake up in the morning and kind of just say, everybody needs help somewhere. And I always have enough skills to sell it. If you only have 10 days, you can't create a product that's too short. So it's going to have to be something very service-based or intellectual property driven, right? So if you can say to somebody, well, in 10 days, I can help you write your own course, put something together for you on your own platforms. Tell me what you got and let's organize it. Pay me 10K, right? And uh, I'll work with you for a year. That's a great deal, right? So they're saving money. So 10K is really not that big of a number. I get its concepts. Mm. It's knowing what's being valued. 
Uh, you might want to do some research. Like if you are completely brand new, uh, first day, you would probably start by networking with people that you know can make 10K. So then I would spend that day kind of going, all right, all of these people here in this one square from like the lawyer's office to the uh, person here baking cakes, they all know how to make money. So I'm going to walk in there and see like, who would give me like 30 minutes of their time to kind of say like, well, here's how I started. Here's what I can do. You know, and then in turn, I would say, hey, can I do something for you? I, I write great press releases. Can I write your press release? Could you let me interview you? You know, offer something back. So you can spend like the first day just making those connections and putting your brain together, right? And then so then the second through the ninth, a tenth day, you can just be working all the things that you figured out. Mm-hmm. The way that you just broke that down, if they go by Merlin steps, you're gonna make a hundred k in ten days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like, well, we did say that the definition of a boss was a bold outspoken soulful because everything she just described is bold outspoken soulful storyteller you have to be bold of just walk up to somebody and say hi how you doing and you have to be outspoken to say hey i can do this thing for you and it has to be soulful when you're in service to other people and storytelling you have to be able to tell the story of what you did and how you're confident in your ability of what you earned or learned to help them with that so, boom, bold, outspoken, soulful storyteller, the true definition of a boss. But don't discount where you're at in life. Mm-hmm. Some of the biggest skills that I've learned was because I put myself out there. One of the things that I actually did in college was I was doing promotional modeling. Promo models are the people that you see on the, the corner handing out stuff. Like one time I was dressed up in DC as that La Creme yogurt girl. So other people would get tired of it. Like after, you know, two weeks of doing that, this is not really modeling. And I was like intrigued, right? Because I was like, wait. (laughs) So, you know, because they would tell you how to do it. They're like, maintain eye contact as people pass you by, do a smile and you're dressed up, right? So people would come and stop and they go, what is this? And then you go, oh my gosh, this is the best yogurt. It's La Creme yogurt. You might've seen the commercials. Taste it, you're gonna love it. And here's a coupon. The store that sells it is two blocks down. It was the most brilliant marketing. And I, I soaked all that in. That's why I did it for as many years as I could because each time I learned something about sales and marketing and just off the street, like just cold. Yes, indeed. Sean Seven. Yes, ma'am. I think Marilyn just said that you can use your skills and expertise and knowledge that you have no matter where you are or what you're doing in life and soak that up to become your own boss. So no matter where you are, there are no excuses. Marilyn, thank you so much. I want everybody to make sure, you know what? Not everybody, because everybody. this is not about everybody. This is about you. Mm-hmm. This this moment right now is it's about you. And I know because I, I have witnessed, I'm a living witness of the expertise, professionalism and the results of Marilyn Crump. When I say phenomenal, she is indeed phenomenal. MarilynCrump.com. You know, you can even go to GomRoad.com forward slash Marilyn Crump, you know, and that's Marilyn M A R I L. E N C R because I'm country. U M P 
P.com. Y'all check Marilyn out. And oh, guess what? Oh, Marilyn, you still have your hashtag, right? The dream expert dream catcher. Expert dream catcher. So hashtag expert dream catcher. You should land on as many things as possible. I'm always open to networking and discussions. And I always leave just a little bit open on my schedule. So if someone was like, hey, Marilyn, can we do a Zoom call? That costs you nothing. Right. Like Queen Kimmy said early on, I collect people. So I would love to collect you. You're out there with just heart, soul, spirit, and you're willing to share it. And you, um, your intentions are good and you're a goodwilled person. Then my time and space is always open for you. Thank you so much for that, Marilyn. Um, because, you know, someone sent a person to me. They referred a person to me last month. And I was so excited and I was so thankful for the referral. And then I got on the phone and I was like, oh, my gosh, we are not a match. And I would not want to do that to you. So, you know, what type of person should I send your way? I have a really kind of big heart for anyone fulfilling their creative talents, you know, like something that they said, you know, I think I was born with this, but I don't know how to monetize this. And I really want to do it not just for myself, but I know I can reach other people with this, whether you're a singer, a writer. If you have like a, a performance background and if, or you're just kind of like a creative professional with a really unique business idea and you're like, there's nothing like this out there. I would love to talk to you because there are things out there that other people can streamline for you that would just be easy to plug in. But I love figuring out what makes you unique. And how I can put the pieces together and also leverage that to connect you to other people. Since I'm collecting people, I, my goal is to not just keep them for myself. I want to start creating other alliances, even if I'm not even involved, you know, for the long term of it. If I just make the right introductions for the right people, then I've created a legacy in this world. And I don't really need to have the credit for it either. I just want the magic to happen all around me. And I know that I did my part. Deshaun Seven and Queen Kimmy. With an I-E. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. So that you don't miss a single episode. And while you at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Hey, share this thing out. Share this thing out. Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time peace and blessings in both life and business remember what works for us might, might not, not work, work for you. you so take what you need and, and leave what, what you don't, don't.